Welcome to Movie Night with the Boys. Hi, welcome to Movie Night with the Boys. I'm John. And I'm Zach. And tonight we'll be talking about The Old Guard, a movie based off of a comic book of the same name. And basically it just follows a group of immortal mercenaries on a revenge mission. Uh, So, and that's starring... Uh, that would be Charlize, uh, Charlize Theron as Andy, or better known as Andromache the Scythian. Uh, we had Kiki Lane as Niall Freeman. Uh, Luca Marinelli as Nikki. Marwan Kenzar as Joe. Uh, Matthias Sconarts as Booker. Chiwetel Ejiofor as James Copley, or Copley. And Harry Melling as Merrick. Um, everyone knows who Charlize Theron is. Uh, there's not, oh, sorry, there's one other person that was in the movie that I forgot to mention. She's a smaller part. It's No Than Van, and she plays Quinn, or Queen. Quinn. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought so. Um, so, most of the actors are foreign actors. I don't know much of their stuff, but, uh, Marwan Kenzar played Jafar in the live-action Aladdin movie. I didn't know that. Um, Chiwetel Ejiofor was obviously Baron Mordo and Doctor Strange. Um, and Harry Melling was Dudley Dursley in the Harry Potter movies. If you didn't know, now you know. Who? He was the, the fat cousin. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I just didn't know which, which actor you were talking about. Okay. Which which was funny because at one point I was making a comment about him and and later on in the movie and I said Neville Longbottom because I didn't realize it wasn't Neville it was totally somebody else but I was like so on that it was a Harry Potter actor and I had to look it up and I was like shit it really was <laughs> yeah no now that you say it yeah that's the uh, the dude who got wrapped up by the snake yep and almost killed by the Dementor yep yep yep. So, um, I think it's some story time? I think so, yeah. Okay. So, dude, so The Old Guard came out 2020, fairly new, right? So, the movie kicks off with Andy walking down an alley in Morocco. Booker, on a motorcycle, rides up, and we see their friends and she ends up giving him an old book right then booker persist uh andy's like yeah no uh you know we don't do repeats you know those are too risky for them and yep. at this point we're still like what that like what the hell is she talking about you know so then Basically, Booker just says her name. He just like Andy, and she's like, "All right." And so, all right. And then so they so so they leave and they go to the hotel. And as they're checking in, these tourists ends up uh, they're taking pictures. And I guess she like looks and she gets caught in one of the photos. So she tells him, "Oh, here, let me go take a picture for you." And she ends up deleting that one photo. Right. So. Yep. So at this point, we're like, okay, there's some kind of maybe like spies or something, you know, who knows, right? So 
So they go to the room, and she reconnects with all her old teammates, and we get introduced to all her teammates and the rest of the cast of the movie. We have uh, Joe and Nikki, Booker and Andy. Those are our four main characters for right now, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they do a little bit of catching up, and uh, they do this weird thing with some food, and, and they make they place money down and see if Andy could guess, right? Guess where, where the food came from, and, you know, she, she does it, right? I mean, I guess if you've lived as long as her, you have that can ability. taste things, yeah. <laughs> I right? wrote that she has a very smart taste palette. Yeah. Right. So and then they go and they start talking about the job. We find out uh, Andy took a year off, basically, and she just feels like, you know, they're not doing anything, essentially, like whatever they do is not benefiting, not helping. Like it just there's no repercussions that come like good repercussions that come from what they're doing. Right. So she's kind of like, yeah, no, I don't want to do this. And they basically just convince her. Right. And she reluctantly agrees, right? So, <clears throat> but you so can they go tell that whole time that she's not trusting that dude, though. Oh yeah, no, for sure, right? So they go, they go meet up with the client, right? And he tells them about a kidnapping in Sudan, and I guess they just agree and you know walk away. Jump to them geared up in a helicopter. They land, and then they end up walking across the Sahara, right? They're going to this facility that has these kidnapped children in Sudan. So, you know, across the Sahara. Sahara? I don't know. I'll say however the hell I want. Um, yeah, so then by the time they get to the facility, it's nighttime, or maybe they got there before and waited out till nighttime, right? You see Nikki with his sniper rifle. Boom, boom, kill a couple guards. So they infiltrate the base, right? Stealth, stealthfully take out everybody. They like, were they so are... crazy stealthy. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, they are good at what they do, right? Those first two then... sniper shots were so... Like, I didn't know there was one one gun until I saw. What do you mean? Like, the snipe, the first shot that took out... Not the first shot. The first two shots took out the two guards in the tower. Yeah. Wasn't that that was just the one guy, right? Yeah, he pulled the trigger that quick twice on two dudes. That was nuts. Well, yeah. I mean, they were right next to each other, but that's still pretty impressive. Yeah, well, I mean, it also depends on how quick the firing rate of his sniper rifle is, and how much recoil there is. That too, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, basically, they kill everybody. And then they find this room, and there's a bunch of children's shoes out front of this door. So I guess they're like, oh, this is the place, right? And so they breach, they enter, they realize, where the hell's the girls, right? And then a whole a whole badass, like, you know, military force pops out, like militia pops out and just lights them up, fills them up with bullets, and basically we end up back at the beginning of the movie where we see all the main characters dead on the floor riddled with bullets and this right? is us now <laughs> right so basically now we're all caught up then we see them they all start waking up we see the bullets start like you know coming out of the bodies and stuff they're you know they're doing their wolverine thing mm -hmm. right right 
then they get up and they proceed to slaughter the whole room. Right? They just with reckless abandon. Like <laughs> an, uh, they completely, completely annihilate everybody, and they don't even get shot again. I swear they don't. Like they, none of them get hit again after that. They just and, and, fuck they, everybody up. They're just so coordinated. It was ridiculous. It was like they were one being working cohesively. It was goddamn impressive. Yeah, well, yeah. They've been working together for a while. Hundreds, hundreds <laughs> of years, so I mean, it may, it makes it makes total sense. So Yeah, I mean, but Jesus Christ, guns and swords, come the fuck on, man. Yeah, I I do enjoy the combo. So Basically, they noticed there's cameras around the room, they were filmed, and they've been set up, right? Then we cut over to the client, right? And it turns out he was the one filming, and he's on the phone with somebody. He says, yeah, I got the footage. So he's clearly working for somebody else. We, we're not sure who yet, but, right? So... Then we jump back to the team. Andy's complaining. She's like, you know, I told you we shouldn't have done this. You know, wasn't a good idea. And they need to go find uh, Copley. Copley? It's Copley. Copley, Copley. All right. Okay. So next we end up jumping to Afghanistan. The U.S. US military, they're giving out candy and stuff. And we see, like, the guy in charge sends, you know, our new character, Niall Freeman. They send her off, and they like, go get me this information. So she ends up going out, getting into the house, talking to all these women. Buddy shows up. She ends up shooting him. And then she tries to, like, basically save, like, keep him alive. And she, like, turns and, and is talking to the other, you know, the other soldiers that are with her. And the guy ends up pulling out a knife and slitting her throat. And then we see her basically bleed out and die. So we jumped to the group, then they were sleeping on a train. They all had this vision of Nile having her throat slit, right? So they all are like, okay, we need to go and find her, because if she could see us, uh, or sorry, if we could see her, she can see us, right? And then she could bring the enemies to them, essentially. So uh, Andy is like, all right, I'm going to go find her, and takes off, right? Then we cut to the uh, military camp, right? And we see her two friends walking through the camp talking about, oh, I thought she was dead. I was holding her. You know what I mean? I was holding her throat together, uh, blah, blah, blah. They get to the camp, and boom, Nile is, Nile is awake fine, not even a scar. She says, oh, they gave me a skin graft. That's why there's no scar. You know, and she gets up, and her friends are kind of freaked out and kind of back away from her right? Creating this kind of weird, awkward moment. Yeah. So, basically from from there, we end up jumping um, jumping to the rich guy, right? Yep. Which is Merrick, and he's having this presentation, he's basically asking for funding from I don't know who, whatever, and we see Copley's with him, and we find out, okay, Copley's working with this guy they get into their car they're leaving and buddy is like okay cool nice nice movie now bring me now bring them to me right so he's like okay copley bring them to me right then we cut back to the military camp where um uh, she uh nile is working out 
right? She's working out. Everybody's kind of whispering, chatter, chattering about her. And so she's kind of feeling awkward. So she gets up, goes back to her tent, grabs her music, and goes to, you know, just kind of... You see her, she's, like, shaking. It looks like she's having kind of, like, a panic attack. So, That's you know, she grabs her music. That's her and her friends, right? Yeah. 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 Right? I felt yeah, right there is... It was kind of like a friends become strangers all because of a, a person being different. And it's like... I feel like that just kind of rekindles in a way. It's like just in general, people being different, causing people not to like you. All of us just, it's across the board. It's a, it's a touchy subject. So it's kind of fucked up, but it's at the same time, it's good to bring it to some kind of a, a light to some degree. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So she's sitting there, she's kind of shaking, having this weird panic attack. She puts her music on and she calms down. Right. Then these two soldiers come and tell her, oh, hey, you, you're going, you know, we're sending you away for testing, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, Andy shows up, knocks out the two fucks, the, the two military guys in like a split second, right? Niall pulls a gun on her and, you know, Andy takes it away just as quickly, right? And, yeah, and then just knocks her out, right? Then we see that Andy stole a Hummer, right, threw Niall in the back. And started driving through the desert. Niall wakes up, kicks out the trunk, starts to run away. You know, Andy's like, oh my god. Turns around, shoots her in the back of the head, waits for her to wake up. I, I, I wrote Andy is a beast. <laughs> yeah, right? Sav She's a savage, right? And then you see, uh, you know, when she finally wakes up, you know, they have a small co confrontation. She ends up stabbing her, right? And, you know... And then, you know, Andy's just like, okay, well, you have nobody. If you want answers, follow me. And just walks back to the car. And Niall's kind of standing there like, shit. So she goes and just ends up getting back in the car. Right? Yeah. Um, okay, so I believe while they're driving back, Andy tries to explain, you know, what's going on, like how they're immortal and she can't die. And then they go and they get on a plane, right? And Andy kind of tells her, change your clothes, you know, do all of this. And then, you know, they get up and they start leaving. And then while they're flying, uh, Niall starts praying. And then, you know, Andy just starts mocking God and, and religion and all of that stuff. And she's like, she was, oh, I was, I I was once praised as a God. As a once, God. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she was she was praised like a god as well, you know. So you know, then they have this whole little thing where Andy goes to sleep. She wakes up. She's you know tied like strapped to the thing, can't move, and she says like "Let me go" or whatever. And the guy's like, and you know, she's trying to say like, "Oh, you're not taking me to Paris. We're going." wherever I want to go. And so so Andy's like, okay, well, you're not going to shoot him, but I will. And then she says something in Russian and shoots the pilot, right? So pilot's dead. You know, Niall is freaking out. And Andy's just like, well, that's cool. We can survive. It's all good. And she's like, I'm not crashing. So then she's like, all right, I can fly the plane, you know? And so she gets released. And then she's like, I guess you don't speak Russian. She's like, why? And uh, 
because I told, told the pilot to play, to play dead. dead. Right? <laughs> then she proceeds then she proceeds to grab the gun from Nile and slam Nile on her head in one of the most badass moves I've seen in a while. Right? Just and she's on her head, right? So then they have, you know, this little scuffle on the plane, you know, nice little, you know, close close quarters combat in the plane. You know, Andy ends up breaking Niall's arm, breaking her leg, right? And tries to, you know, explain, you know, like, um, basically she calms down, like, Niles calms down and she just actually starts to listen because she's like, oh shit, my stuff's healing, like, maybe you aren't lying, right? So they calm down and then, you know, they get to Paris. So I, I had three notes for that whole scene there. Um, I wrote, Andy is a beast with vodka. Because <laughs> yeah, she, she was... She did she chug was, that. She was just chugging that shit. Um, I said that she is like a legitimate walking ex- existential crisis because of just how she's like, you know, I've tried that whole doing good things and doing things right and... I, blah 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 nothing nothing is nothing is worth it (laughs) like ridiculous and then i said uh and (laughs) this is the funniest shit that andy got nile looking like deadpool after fighting colossus (laughs) (laughs) she was so fucked up on that plane man she got wrecked yeah beat the shit out of her um but that's to be expected you know, right. Andy's a, a Andy's an bitch. outright badass. So straight up boss. So they had arrived at a church in France, right? They go inside, and you you see Niall is sitting down at the table with Joe, Nikki, and Booker, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of, you know, trying to explain why they do what they do. They do what they think is right. They're just basically trying to help, right? We we learn the backstory a little bit of, you know, Joe and Nikki. We find out that they're from the Crusades and uh they've killed they killed each other a whole bunch of times during the war. They were on opposite sides of the war. Right? Then uh you know, then we cut to like Andy, she's you know, kind of doing her own thing. They're all having their talk, yada, yada, yada. Then they tell, they tell Niles, oh, yeah, go get some rest, right? So then they all go to sleep, and uh, Niall ends up waking up from this, like, bad dream and wakes up everybody, and they're all like, what's going on? Tell us the dream. And she ends up dreaming about another immortal who ended up, she has this dream about a woman and she says, Oh, it was a woman in an iron, you know, iron coffin. And she kept like drowning and coming back to life and then drowning over and over again. The group go on to explain that that was the second immortal, right? The first immortal that Andy found. And basically it was Andy's best friend for, a really long time. You know what I mean? They end up telling her whole story how, you know, she found her and they fought through a whole bunch of wars and whatever 
and then they get captured and they get basically they get called witches and they tried everything to kill them and basically the only option they had left was to separate them and they ended up throwing Quinn is what her name is and we find out they end up throwing Quinn into the ocean in this Iron Maiden right which was so, intense intense as fuck yeah right and so they said they searched for her for I can't even remember how long what they said but it was something like over a decade but which I think that's not the immortals but I mean at the time they wouldn't have the technology to get down there essentially yeah and right so they never found her and they explain like this is the reason why we don't ever want to be captured we don't want anybody to know about us because basically they could lock us up for eternity just you know what i mean Mm -hmm. doing whatever they want Um, so basically niles storms off she ends up going outside andy follows her to try and you know talk with her as they're outside, the rest of the team is raided and is captured, except for Booker. Booker is sitting there with a big ass like hole in his stomach, you know, just dead. <laughs> his whole shit was fucked up. Yeah, he was just straight dead. You know, just well, I mean that's they die and they come back to life. Um right? And so this just pisses Andy off. Andy grabs a sword and she's like, wait for my signal and just bounces. And just like, uh, What's the signal? What's the signal? Just wait. Yeah, right? So Andy goes out, and she ends up fucking up this militia. She drops down with a sword and just, like, slice and dice. You know what I mean? Like just turns them into Swiss cheese, man. All of them. Every last one Annihilates them. Right? The combat in this movie was great. So much uh, murder. Oh, yeah. So she fucks up all the guys inside there. And then Copley, he's in this van outside, and he sees what happens, and he's like, yeah, I think we should leave, right? Yep. So then, you know what I mean? Andy Andy proceeds to go outside. She fucks up a couple more guys. We see her grab the uh, explosives, and she blows a hole in the wall, and that's the signal. <laughs> right? So Andy, Niles, and Booker, they leave the church. Right, they drive off, and so then we end up jumping to Joe and Nikki, and they're in this armored truck, and Joe is trying to like Nikki's like knocked out, and Joe's like trying to like talk to him, make sure he's okay, and yada yada, and the one guard says some stupid shit like, "Oh, what is he, your boyfriend?" And then you know, that's when Joe starts to proceed to call him like, "You're a child, right? You have no idea what you know me and this guy have been through." Blah, 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 right? I wrote, the love between those two is a dream. (laughs) Right? And so basically, the van, like, the armored van pulls up to the airport. They open the door, and basically, the two of them beat the shit out of all the guards in the van. (laughs) Can you get these chains off of us? (laughs) Yeah, right? They kick the shit out of everybody, and then they're just, like, sitting, chilling in the van, like... Oh, hey, can you uh, loosen these a little bit? (laughs) Right? So, boom, they get loaded up onto the plane. Um, All right, so then, yeah. So we jump back to 
Andy, Niles, and Booker, and they arrive at this old mine from the 1150s. It's one of Andy's old stash spots, right? <laughs> some crazy artwork and shit. I, I wrote Andy has a 900-year-old bat cave. <laughs> basically. Basically. So after they after we see them arrive there, we jump over to um Joe and Nikki and they're being brought to Merrick essentially. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know, Merrick, he's he's out here, he's trying to explain you know, oh you're a better man, blah blah blah, and you know, Joe's just like fuck you and headbutts the shit out of him, right? But he falls down and <laughs> What a pussy. Yeah, right? So then, you know Merrick, you know, he goes off and he's like, Okay, I've seen I've seen the video, I've seen like I've seen what you guys can do. Right. But he's like, but I prefer to see it in person. So he grabs this like letter opener, I'm assuming, and just starts stabbing Joe, like stabs him like seven, eight times, just just just, just like stab him in the neck twice and shit. And then see that like and then it just heals up quick. Right. So then they inject them with something and they end up taking them, you know, out of the room. We jump back to Andy's group where they're trying to find like Coplay. And then we find out that Andy's actually still bleeding from a wound that she got in that earlier fight where she fucked up all those militia guys, right? So so she ends up leaving, right? Then Booker and Niall are having this little heart-to-heart. She, he's kind of explaining to her, like, why immortality sucks, you know? He tells her his, like, whole backstory. Like, his last child died at the age of 42 from cancer, right? And... Whole kind of spiel about, you know, you might want to tell your family and they're just not going to want to... Like, and they're just not going to understand that you can't just give them, Im- you know, they see and they'll say you don't love them. Like, this whole spiel, it was pretty sad. And it did, it did kind of make sense, right? And then we basically just, from, from there, we end up jumping back to Andy and we see she's in a drugstore. And uh, I, I, I don't really understand why this happened, but. Andy's picking up supplies, she gets to the cashier, she pays for, you know, everything, and the cashier's like, are you okay? And I was like, well, she she looked a little sketchy, but it was like, you know what I mean? Nothing to, like, warrant you being like, are you okay? Do you need help? Well, she, she did look kind of, like, a little run down, and she might have been a little gimpy. I mean, she got stabbed in the shoulder blade, so, or in the in the collarbone, I mean. Yeah, I know, but like her immortal, like a person who's been around her for hundreds of years, can't recognize that. I suppose. And this random drugstore cashier did. So basically, we jump back, and the cashier is, you know, kind of patching her up, cleaning the wound, and, you know, they do their little talk. And basically, she just leaves the store. 
she jumps in her car and we see her start reflecting on the other immortal who actually like died right okay so we jump to nick and joe and you know they're just getting tested on poked and prod tell the doctor you know you're a piece of garbage (laughs) right then we jump back to nile she's waking up she goes outside and she finds andy just you know eating a eating a snickers chilling on the car you know and uh she ends up she ends up showing Niles her phone, and, you know, they have this little heart-to-heart. They talk about their families and, you know, how she doesn't remember her sisters. Her, yeah. right? and, what her sisters and her mother look like. Yeah, and, and she's gave, given up on, she gave up on Quinn, you know, after, you know, not being able to find her. So Booker basically comes out of the thing, and he's like, oh, I have an address for Coplay. So... So they go and they head over there, right? So they arrive, and then when they get there, you know, they they start, you know, arming up and whatever. Andy hands Nile a gun, and then Andy's just, or Nile is like, I can't do this. And then you find out she's basically still trying to, like, recover from killing that guy in Afghanistan, the same guy who killed her, right? And so... Basically, Andy's like, "All right," or, or and she asks, "She's like, I want to spend more time with my family. There's, there's, there's plenty of years that I can spend with them before they realize that I'm not aging, right?" So Andy's like, "All right, cool." Gives her the keys, gives her a gun, and you know she drives off, right? So Andy and Booker they head inside. Essentially, you see them going up the stairwell, and then we cut back to Niall. And she's driving, and you see her stop, and Andy told her to get rid of the gun, so she goes to the back, starts unloading, like, putting everything in a bag to get rid of it, and then she realizes that the gun that Andy gave her had no bullets, and she remembers that Booker is the one who gave her that gun, so she's like, shit, right? So we cut back, we cut back to Andy and Booker, and they're, you know, infiltrating the house there doesn't seem to be anybody there they get to the office and they find coplay and he's just kind of standing there and then booker shoots andy in the back essentially and then he zip ties her and then he goes on to explain why he betrays her which is basically he says if merrick can figure out how to create immortality then maybe he'll be able to figure out how to end it, right? So basically, I guess he wanted to die. He's kind of sick of living. I mean, it kind of makes sense from the whole spiel that he had with, um, like, that whole Nile, right? So, uh, Okay. He earned the name Booker the Betrayer. <laughs> so Merrick shows up, and then, you know, we find out that Andy's not healing anymore. Well, I mean, everybody else finds out that she's not healing anymore, right? And Merrick shows up, ends up taking them both back to the lab where Nick and Joe are. And he ends up, and then Merrick ends up 
knocking out Coplay. Well, not Merrick per se, but like his little, you know, secure toys. Yeah, ends up knocking him out. And uh, yeah, so they end up taking them back. You know, we, we get back to the building. They get taken to the lab where, you know, all the immortals are basically just strapped to a table now. Right. And we find out that, oh, okay, yeah, they, they're going to have to patch her up because she's not immortal anymore. And I'm like, how many times are they going to keep repeating that she's not immortal? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they did lay it on there pretty thick. So then after that, uh, Merrick does this, you know, you know how the villains do. They got to do the, you know what I mean, their, their bullshit. Their monologue. You know, their villainous monologue, right? So he starts doing that. Then he, then he fucks off, right? Then, uh... okay, so then we jump, we jump back to Nile, and she's now back at Coplay's house, right? She infiltrates and she finds Coplay in his office, and he's like, "Where?" She's like, "Where is everybody?" And he's like, "Who the hell are you?" So she shoots herself in the foot to kind of show that she's one of them. <laughs> of all the could have done i was like the foot you could have done the hand you could right? have done the arm you went for the foot exactly right so you find out that he he actually did it doesn't agree with what merrick is trying to do now like and then he shows her kind of like this little timeline thing of like the stuff that andy has done in the past how it's benefited the future right yeah and it's a it's it's pretty it's pretty cool and interesting there. I kind of wish they spent a little bit more time going over some more of that stuff. Yeah, but I wrote Andy is history. Essentially, like, yeah, right. And so, so yeah, so then Copling is basically like, okay, like you know what I mean, like I want to help you. So he ends up taking Nile to the to the to the Merrick bait like building, right? So they go. And as they get inside, you see, like, Niall, she's, like, gearing up, and Coplay's, like, takes a gun, and he's, like, I'm gonna help you. And, you know, Niall's, like, yeah, no. She's, like, I can walk, I'll be the one walking out of there. If you go in there, you're not gonna be able to walk out type of thing, right? <laughs> she's, like, I I I'm immortal, like, I won't die. So, basically, she jumps in the elevator, tells Niles to leave, goes up to the lab, shoots her, just shoots her way through the lab, you know what I mean? She gets lit up herself, right? But she lays it out. <laughs> no, she did okay. She did okay. She's not as badass as the rest of them. That's the thing. For, for, for a newbie? For her first run But she has, But she has military training and stuff. So, yeah. I mean... So she it does have... Like, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So she shoots her way in, right? She finds the group, right? And then she ends up freeing them... They all gear up and basically go out and just kill everybody in the building. They just killed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? It's like the church all over again. Essentially. But with every single character. <laughs> yeah. So the team ends up regrouping. They find out where Merrick's, you know, held up in the, in the penthouse. So then they split up again to infiltrate the penthouse, right? They kill all the guards. Then they finally like that that did that scene where he killed that like the main guy, like the main guard dude, like Oh, Keen? 
when he slammed him down on his head. Well, dude, he shot his man in the face, in the mouth. In the mouth, blew the the back of his head out, right? Oh, that was not, like, that was, that was wicked, right? With that, what you were just talking about, I said Joe fucked Keen's life. He fucked him up. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Right? So then there's this elevator, and it's heading down. So they think that, you know, Merrick's trying to escape. Uh, so they, so she sends everybody after them, after him for some reason. And I guess, I guess uh, Andy was kind of, you know, hurting from her injuries. So her and Niles stayed back. And then it ends up that Merrick is still standing there holding, you know, uh, Andy's axe in his hands. Like, he's like, like something special, you know what I mean? So, fine, then, okay, so... So finally, Andy and Niles confront Merrick where they use the play dead trick from earlier, right? And play dead, motherfucker. Yeah, and basically, Niles grabs Merrick and jumps out the window with him, and they basically just fall and smash into a car at the, you know, on street level, right? So then we see the rest of the group show up and they're like looking in the car, and this girl is fucked up like <laughs> you know like, you know what she looked like, she's like, like oh god it was bad you, you, you watch family guy right, right? yeah you watch family guy the episode yeah. where brian gets fucked up by stewie for the 50 bucks that he owes him i said no it's the it's like the episode of family guy where brian got hit by a car like she's fucked yeah. up. Her body is all mis misshapen and uh, and it's just it's fucking cool though how like she just all snaps back into place and her hand took forever, but you just see like all the like the individual bones just reconnecting and shit. That was pretty cool. Right? That was cool. You know, gnarly as shit. Yeah, and then so the group get together and they jump into a car, drive off literally just before the police show up. Right. So then we, you know, we meet we jump to a bar and the group is all, you know, sitting there, you know, having drinks, I guess, you know, celebrating that they didn't, they got free. I don't know. They won, I guess. <laughs> right? They're drinking they at the bar. They beat the bad guy. <laughs> so Booker, Booker's standing outside. So like Niles gets up and she goes outside and, you know, they have this little like, you know, heart to heart. And she tells him that. Hopeless figured out how to like kind of fix her record and say she died in action, so her family is gonna mourn her, so she doesn't, you know, hurt them in the long run, right? Yeah, yeah. Booker's like, oh yeah, you're gonna be good for the team, and then basically we cut to like Booker's now on the beach, like I guess look the the bar is on the beach, so he ends up going down to the beach type of thing, and we see. Andy shows up and she tells him basically, you know, there's kind of a price betraying us, right? And so in a hundred years, everybody will meet you back here. So from until then, you're on your own. So basically, his punishment is he has to be by himself away from the group for a hundred years, right? And he accepts, right? They say their goodbyes, right? Booker's like, oh, I guess I'll never see you again because Andy's not going to survive another hundred years, right? But she's like, you know, 
don't give up hope or some some shit like that, right? Do you remember what she said? I think it was like, don't lose faith or don't be yeah, so or ha- sure. Have a little faith or something, right? So yeah. I'm hoping maybe she'll get her powers back, right? So, you know, the group, the group basically just bounces. And so we see we see the group is now inside of Copeland's house and Copeland's kind of explaining all his like freaky timeline shit and telling, you know, like, look, this is how you helped everybody because realistically she had no clue, right? She was just doing what she was doing. Yeah. He was uh, like Charlie day's thing on uh, it's, it's always sunny, the cigarette, the suit and the strings. Yeah. And to be honest, he, he only went back 150 years, right? We know that they've been alive. Way longer than that. At least a thousand, if not really. Right? So Andy basically tells Copley, okay, so now you're going to help us, right? You're going to keep us hidden. You're going to find us, you know, these jobs that need us, right? And he's like, I'd be honored. Like, that's all I want to do. You know what I mean? So then, you know, we we get a flash on the screen. Six months later, right? We see Booker. He's drunk. Back in Paris. You know what I mean? He drops his bottle of alcohol and he's like, all drunken shit, right? So then he ends up going into his house and he's all depressed and whatnot. He gets into his house and you see him pull his gun out and then we see there's a lady there drinking in his house. And then all of a sudden we see Quinn. And Quinn's like, hi, Booker. Nice to meet you. And then the movie ends. I was fucking, I was like, wait, what? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so it was a pretty good movie. Pretty I thought good. so. I thought it was a great movie. Um, so now it's time for our our the good, the bad, and the meh segment. Um, I think this is gonna be a relatively short one. Um, you start with your good. Uh, for me, what, what I found really good in this was actually, like, the combat. I really enjoyed the combat. They were pulling off some sick-ass shit, and, like, 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 Charlize was just fucking swinging around people like a fucking monkey. It was amazing. I, I really enjoyed the, uh, the action in this movie, right? And choreography wasn't, wasn't bad either. No, I, I agree. I, um... I'm actually 100% on board with you there, though I wrote the acting. The acting was what was really great for me because everyone was really, like when Joe was talking about how he and Nikki felt about each other in that in the van, like you could feel it. Like he was delivering such an emotional delivery with his, it's, an, it's not, he's not my boyfriend. This man is everything to me and more. He's, he's the cold, he's, the heat when I'm cold, you know, like just the way that was, it might, it, obviously the writing's good too, but the delivery, the, the, the passion and the words, the power and the delivery, that shit unfallible to me. That was just emotionally powerful throughout the whole movie. Okay. Okay. So did you have anything that was kind of meh? Didn't really. I tried. <laughs> I try. I actually racked my brain for like ten minutes, and I was like, "Is there anything?" 
Is there anything? And I, I think maybe the only thing I can think of right now is maybe they could have given Quinn a little bit more time, like a little bit more resonance in the film because of later events. But they'll they'll give that later if they make the sequel, which apparently no, they 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 it. yeah no, they're already yeah in the works of uh, putting that yeah, together. So then, so, I mean, it makes it, it makes more sense to have her not have a, such a small part. So you're like, ooh, I want to see what happens next. Yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. So. so, yeah, I I got nothing for meh, then. How about you? For me? I, I, I honestly don't really have a meh either, right? Like, I really enjoyed this movie. I watched it four times this last in this last week, so, like, I just, did yeah. Did you watch it? Did you watch it four times, or was it on in the background three and it a half it was on two times <laughs> it was on two times in the background and i watched it twice okay <laughs> but you tried for four i tried for four but you know it was time to duel so plugging a game i didn't plug shit i just i just said i had to duel you don't know every, what I'm doing. Every, I could have been out on the street. I could have been out on the street slapping somebody with a glove, and and, and I challenge you to a duel, to sir. A duel. <laughs> exactly. So you don't you don't know you don't know what I do in my spare time. Anyone in our generation knows exactly what you referenced when you said it's time to duel. That's besides the point. That's besides the point. I could have been talking. I could have been talking about the actual physical card game. You have no fucking clue. I could have been talking about Duel Links. You did uh, exactly. I'm not promoting anything. <laughs> it could have been anything. I could have been dueling in Pokemon cards. All right, or even Digimon cards for all that matters. How about Card Fight Vanguard? All right, I play Card Fight Vanguard. All right, and I like to duel in Card Fight Vanguard. All right, y'all. We're we're not nerds. We promise. We're not <laughs> nerds. No, I'm cutting this. I'm cutting that whole that whole section out, anyways. <laughs> um, okay. As it's there yeah. next week. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't have any meh, and for the bad, I got nothing. Maybe, maybe some of the choreography was a little like that wouldn't work. Like in that first fight where the guy fucking shoots him in the knee then he drops down and kind of like like lets go of the gun but pulls the trigger and the shotgun just blows that guy away like that i mean it was cool as shit but i mean like that was kind of not too realistic so essentially what you're saying is there was some bad cgi in there and i um no because that'd be choreo that'd be choreography wasn't cgi then no, it's choreography because the guy did the choreography for all the motions and whatnot. So that's choreography. Uh, okay, well then I my my bad is a CGI thing that I just thought about. It's the only thing that looked bad out of all the CGI things that I saw, which wasn't many. But when when Joe broke Keen's neck, you could a hundred percent tell that that was not really there. Like it, it immediately once he did the whole spin, it was like a, a computer imposed image. It was great. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it was, I can't, uh, yeah, I guess I wasn't really paying attention too too much to that. But I, I wouldn't, I, just, I wouldn't oh, call shit, it bad. He fucked his neck. No, exactly. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have shot Nikki. 
Yeah. <laughs> you should. Oh, yeah. You fucking should not have shot Nikki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I would say no bad, really. But, you know, so you do what you can with what you've got. Basically. So, I assume you like the movie. Cause I, I thought it was it. fantastic. That movie was great. It was... I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, yeah, so in total, I've put this movie on for five times, and I've only watched it fully twice. But Two not five ain't bad. Not due to lack of trying, though. So. Other things were happening. We got it. Exactly. So, what... <laughs> So what was your highlight of the movie? Like, what was your favorite thing that in the whole movie? Like, your that favorite whole, scene? That whole last fight sequence from beginning when Niall started going in a solo all the way through the end when they were just banging out that whole lab full of people. That It was just such a good, good, like a whole sequence. It was probably, what, 15 minutes? But it was it was solid. That was easily the best part of the movie for me. Okay, okay. Now, uh, what about your letdown? You can I know you said there's nothing bad. Is there a letdown? No, John. There's no <laughs> letdown. He's like, let me tell you something. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. Shocking. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was kind of so hard good. to to even just kind of think of something that, you know, that I didn't enjoy. Like, even though I didn't really enjoy some of the choreography, the rest of the choreography was just that good that it kind of made up for it. Yeah. So yeah. No, I've I've. I have no letdowns for this movie. I in, I enjoyed everything, even the stuff that I didn't like. I still enjoy it to some degree. So, all yeah, in all, yeah. all in all, great movie, great movie. So, so, with that being said, John, tell us what we're doing next week. So I scoured the globe and looked all around for a good Netflix film for us because that's that's our trend right now. And I found Triple Frontier to be what seems to be the uh, interest of the week. I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's Charlie Hunnam, Ben Affleck, and Oscar Isaac. So that's a good group of people. Good, good handful of actors. Everyone knows those names. Yeah, I I, I watched it once. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. I haven't seen it, so this will be a nice. Nice little segue into something new for me after this week. Something new, and yeah, yeah, cool. So I think yeah. that'll be a fun watch. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, what's it called? Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier. All yeah, right. I, I didn't get a year on it, but I think it's 2019 or 2018. I believe it's a couple of years old now. I think. Maybe it's 2020. I think it might be 2020, but who knows? It's all good. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out next week on Movie Night with the, with boys. the boys. Oh, before we leave, 
we have to do what we always do. We have one thing that we this. like to say. The movie's from 2019. I was right! Wait, did I say... <laughs> Did I say 2018? No, I said 2018. No, I did say 2019, 2018, so I was right. Cool. Dope. Um, so, yeah, before we go, we have one thing that we like to do every week, uh, and that is we've got to mention the Dynamic Duel podcast, um, to whom of which, without we wouldn't be here, we wouldn't have found the inspiration to do this for ourselves. Whether or not we ever get a following is irrelevant because we were inspired by two Great people, Johnny and Joe, and we've been following their lead now for a few weeks, and I think we're having fun. Uh, yeah, I'm having fun. Uh, so you can follow them on Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, and where can you find them elsewhere, Zach? Uh, go to their website, dynamicduel.com, and they have their links to everything on there, Spotify, Google Music, Apple Music, whatever. It's all there. Check out their website, dynamicduel.com. Oh, and if it doesn't help that we've already promoted them enough, we can mention the fact that they won the 2020 Colorado Podcast of the Year Award? Yeah. 2020? Yeah, I think it was 2020. Something like that. 2020 was way won. Something like that. But yeah, they, uh, they were the Colorado Podcast of the Year, which is dope as shit. So definitely check them out. For real. Do it now. Right now. <laughs> but, uh, Zach, it's been real. Oh, for sure. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. Deuces. Deuces.